Hey everybody and welcome back to Steve's NRL Footy Tips. Today I'm going to be looking at the Brisbane Broncos and their season preview. I'm currently working my way through all 17 teams and telling you guys where I think they're going to end up at the end of 2023. We are one week away from the start of the 2023 NRL season. Some blockbuster matches in round one. The Eels versus the Storm, the Sharks versus the Rabbitohs. Just a few of them and uh, Steve's NRL Footy Tips will be back on Tuesday night for my predictions for round one. So check that out when it drops, but also check out all these season previews that I'm making. And I've already covered teams like the Dragons, the Titans, the Knights, the Warriors, mainly the Bulldogs. And I've still got nine more to do, and today it's the Brisbane Broncos. So make sure you guys follow Steve's NRL Footy Tips on Facebook to stay notified of all the latest updates for the show and subscribe wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you guys listen to your favorite podcasts each and every week. All right, let's start the Broncos preview now. And obviously, uh, over the last five years, the Broncos have been, and they've gone through some really rough times. But last year, Kevin Walters, brand new coach, really brought the club together and uh, I guess started a new a new era for the Brisbane Broncos. And after round 19 last year, the Broncos were flying, led by key signing Adam Reynolds and uh, you know some some of the real important men were playing good football like Pat Carrigan and Payne Huss. But uh, throughout the year, they just fell away a little bit. And despite being in the top four at the end of round 19, they won one out of their last six games and ended up ninth on the ladder. Now, if you look at the improvement from the year before, you could say, well, the Broncos' season was success. But you know, in two games last year. In that back end of the season between the Eels and Storm, they led 114 points and they needed to beat the Bron- uh, the Dragons in the last round of the regular season to have any chance of making the finals and they, they couldn't do that. So despite the fact that they came ninth from the ladder, they still ended the season with a positive record, 13 wins and 11 losses, but it wasn't enough to crack into the top eight. And you know why it was a real positive year overall for the Broncos, it was also a little bit disappointing because you know they had so much potential heading into the, the last quarter of the competition, and they they just fell away. But uh, this year, you know, they're looking to go one better. They're looking to make that leap into finals football, and uh, Kevin Walters, rumours are, is about to be announced that he's going to be staying on long-term at the club, so that's a show of faith by Broncos management and him and his coaching ability. There's been some off-field talk at the back end of last year and in the off-season for players and former players like Tyson Gamble and Selwyn Cobbo and just critics in general that have questioned his ability to coach. But the Broncos getting behind him and, you know, re-signing him long-term, I think, is a, is a smart play by them. And I think, you know, it, it will do leaps and beyonds for, for Kevin Walter's future as head... Uh, for his confidence in his future abilities as head coach, no doubt about it. You look at the Broncos' player movements for 2023, they haven't gained any superstars, but they've handed, they signed a couple of handy recruits that will add depth to their top 30. Guys like Martin Tapia from Manly, Jock Madden from the Tigers, Tyson Smoothie. Obviously, you know, there is one big recruit. <laughs> I, I completely overlooked him, but Reese Walsh coming back from the Warriors, he'll be the Broncos starting fullback. And, you know, if he can play his best football, and, you know, he was a Brisbane junior, he seems like he's in a happy spot back there at the Broncos. Obviously, he could be a huge piece of the puzzle um, in getting, you know, a cohesive spine. Um, guys in key positions all year, because if you look last year, Adam Reynolds even though he had his injury dramas, was probably the only constant there in the spine for the Broncos. And 
for them to develop those combinations is going to be crucial for their success in 2023. There's no doubt about that. So, um, I mean, if we look at their best 1-17 to for the season, Reese Walsh will be the fullback. As I just mentioned, Oates and Cobbo, the wingers, the centers, Tony Starks and Herbie Farnworth. The halves, Ezra Miam, in his second season in the NRL, we had a promising 2022. He'll be partnering with Adam Reynolds. As I mentioned, his key concern is just being fit and staying on the football field. I mean, we know the game manager he is and what he can add to any club in the NRL. I mean, he did it for so many years at South Sydney. But if he can get his body right and his body can, you know, maintain what he's been able to produce for the last decade, I think that he's, you know, obviously the key man in the Broncos ending, ending their finals throughout, no doubt about it. In the forwards, Tom Flegger and Payne Huss most likely to be the starting props. Billy Walters, the hooker. Second role is Kurt Capewell and Jordan Rickey, the lock. Patrick Garrigan on the bench. Corey Pax, who will provide some relief there to uh, Billy Walters and, and give him a spell during the course of the game. To Pierre Palacia and Corey Jensen. Outside that top 17, you still have guys like Jock Madden, uh, Bacara, Mariner, TC Rabadi, who's, I think, been stood down by the no-fault policy, uh, Jordan Pereira, uh, Kobe Heverington, Smoothie. Um, so there's some depth there for the Broncos and some promising young talent outside the top 17. But you look at that top 17, and um, I guess we saw their potential last year where they all get together. And, you know, you look at that forward pack, the likes of Huss and Carrigan and Capewell and Flegger, and even like the signing of Martin Tapia, they're an intimidating forward pack. And I think that if they can bully teams early, uh, really get the, over the top of opposition and lay the platform, then you can see Adam Reynolds combined with the likes of Mim and Walsh. And, um, you know, we can see some really enterprising and exciting brand of football played by the Brisbane Broncos. So looking at the squad, I think there's a lot to be positive if you're a Broncos fan. Um, they seem to be pretty settled and, as I said, retaining... Retaining Kevin Walters is definitely a, a positive sign, and I think that um, you know they can put through this last five years, uh, put that behind them, and really concentrate on, on continuing this new beginning and those foundations that they bu- uh, built on last year. And you know, as the players get older and a little bit more experienced, I feel like that collapse that they had at the back end of 2022 can be an anomaly, and I think that the Broncos. Uh, can very much push for a final spot this year, and perhaps even more. Their run to start the year, they've got a really tough game, round one versus Penrith, uh, and then it doesn't get any easier because of the Cowboys. But then after that, a couple of winnable games there, the Dragons, the Dolphins, the Tigers. Um, I think if they can provide a really good starting point in those first two games against quality opposition in Penrith and Cowboys, they can really lay a foundation for their whole season. And, you know, it'd be great if they could win one or both of those games, but I think what Kevin Wallace would be looking for is effort. Um... And, you know, being a team that's really hard to beat because that's what the Broncos were known for for so many years. It was their ability to compete and compete on every play. And I think over the last decade or so, the Broncos have probably lost that a little bit. And, you know, they were once the, I guess, the the best team in the world for for a number of seasons there, Brisbane. And, you know, it, it you don't get that back overnight after, I guess, the, the problems that, the Broncos as a club have had over the last decade, but I really see positive signs in both the squad, their depth, their leaders that they have at the club, and you know even the appointment of guys like Ben Iken and, and Kevin Walters in key positions to the club. So I think the Broncos, the uh, the sky's the limit, and I think that they can even make a real big run in 2023. And I wouldn't even be surprised if the Broncos make a preliminary final by the end of the year, to be honest. If they can start the year on and, and gather that momentum, and um, one of the key things, whether it be 
Reynolds or Huss or Carrigan and Walsh be really fit in the back end of the season and get a little bit of luck, I guess, in terms of injuries. I think that they can go a long way. I have the Broncos finishing eighth in 2023. As I said, the sky's the limit in terms of potential. I'm going to temper my expectations a little bit and just be settled for seeing those improvements um, in those foundations and, and seeing the development of some of these young guys. And, you know, while they have a really intimidating forward pack, it is a young forward back. Walsh, we've mentioned him, he probably didn't get... The, they play his best brand of football at the Warriors, and obviously that was a struggling club. But um, coming back home, there's a lot of expectations, but he's in his first year there, so it's going to take him a little bit, I guess, to get comfortable in that role. And Ezra Mam, his second year first grade, he was really good at the back end of last year, but obviously time and experience will help some of these young spine. Even someone like Billy Walters is, you know, he knows he's got that hooker spot, um, I guess, guaranteed to start the year, but... You know, he's going to be looking on building that and becoming an elite first grade in his own right. So, you know, I think that it's important for the Broncos just to go one step at a time and improve on, on developing these young players. They've got leaders around the club and, you know, if they can uh, they can stay focused all year round and get the best out of these young kids all year round, I think they can be a real threat at the back end of the year. But obviously these things take time and, um, you know, in... For example, when the Broncos are trying to hold their line for repeated sets, they're going to be looking to the leaders. And I think the likes of Huss and Carrigan and, and Reynolds are going to be keys to determine how far the Broncos can go in this competition. But are the Broncos finishing eighth? I think they can go higher. I think they could go lower. Um, it all depends on, I guess, the desire and uh, and that start of the year and gathering momentum. They need to win games in a row. They need to be consistent and obviously be become a hard football team to beat and get that reputation of the mighty Bruce and Broncos back that they had 10 to 15 years ago. All right, that's my season preview for the Brisbane Broncos. Where do you guys think they're going to finish in 2023? Let me know, and I'm still going to go through a lot more teams in these season previews before Tuesday where I will have my round one prediction show. So check all that stuff out. I'll see you guys next time on Steve's NRL Footy Tips.